0: Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to The 5 Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in the studio with my co-host,
1: Coach Mia. Hello, Seth. It's been a couple weeks since we've been uh, in the studio.
0: It has been a couple weeks, and um, if you were just tuning in to 5 Star Life, uh, I want to encourage you to learn more at 5starlife.org. We're on a mission to change culture, and on our website, you can see all the things we're doing. It starts with kids. So all the research says that literally what moves the needle when you think about kids that are struggling or if you go to our website, you'll see this statistic, 7,000 kids were dropping out of high school every day in America when we founded our organization. And research says that the core of a person's success or failure is an operating system we call a mindset. And so you, you think about like every single day of your life, think about your relationships, think about your goals, your dreams. Everything starts and ends with mindset. It's how you set your mind. Mm -hmm. And so many people struggle with life and aren't aware that, man, you got to get to the core. And so giving kids a core foundation, uh, values, mindsets that they can build a five-star life on is our mission. And so you can learn more at 5starlife.org. It's the word five or the number five, the word star, the word life.org. Got a great show today.
1: We do. What are we going to talk about?
0: So we've been recording in studio. We have a video curriculum that is um, serves really as the backbone, the foundation of every program we run for kids, and we're recording a new season. Uh, and our theme this year, we have a theme every year. It's rule, which you think about that like that's having dominion or having control. Over an area, so you know we we all want to be in control. We all want to be in charge, except when something goes wrong, and then no, nobody wants to be in charge. <laughs> we want to point the finger. Mm-hmm. So, so, but ruling is a, a a thing we all want. And if you are just tuning in, go back to our previous show. Again, go to our website. You can go to our YouTube channel. Um, and soon we'll have actual podcasts that you can go and click on and download so you get these episodes in real time, which we're excited about. Mm-hmm. But we, we talked about, like, if you want to rule, like, one thing that is the most important thing, you've got to rule your time. So we all have 24 hours in a day. And it's so interesting. I remember... Me when I was um, we we were just starting Five Star Life. This is back, gosh, probably as we, we were like I think I was two years into it, maybe maybe sixteen years ago. Okay, and I remember like you know I'm just racing all over the place and I'm, I'm just doing everything I can and I'm I'm passionate and I'm working hard and I'm just it's crazy trying to keep everything straight. And I think that that was probably about the time you saw like this guy needs help. Um, <laughs> that's when Mia came in and really rescued, <laughs> stepped in and helped me organizationally. Um, but, but I remember just I wasn't working out, and I'd always worked out my whole life. And I remember it was late at night, and I was watching the news, and it was like I think at that time it was, it was President Bush, and he was it showed President Bush, and he was literally like jogging, he was running. Like, went up for a jog. And I was like, I it had this epiphany, like, how, this guy takes time to exercise. He, there's nobody with more pressure. There's nobody busier than the President of the United States. Mm-hmm. He's the busiest person in the world. There's always a problem he's got to solve. But he's exercising. And at that moment, is a revelation like, dude, you think you're so busy. And so you're not exercising. You're not taking care of yourself. And this is your excuse to not do the things that maybe are important because you're just busy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was it was one of those game-changing moments that was like, holy cow, everybody has the same amount of time in the day. It's just how they use it that separates success from mediocrity.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you start to say like, oh, but they have help. Oh, but they have a secretary. Oh, but, you know, you start to make excuses of like why they're more productive with their time and you know, I'm not.
0: True. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, he's got a security detail. He's got mm-hmm. people that can do things for him, but he's the president. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. The, I, I, and I was almost, it was like a reality check where I just looked at myself in the mirror like, because I caught myself saying, man, I'm so busy. Like if I couldn't get something done or mm-hmm. somebody needed something for me or whatever, I was like, man, I'm sorry, I'm so busy. And that became an excuse. And I'm like, what a horrible way to live my life. And it, And right there and then, I'm like, I am not going to live my life making the excuse excuse that I'm too busy to do the things that are important, right? so th- this is this is a big challenge, and ultimately, go back and listen because we did a whole we broke down a whole lesson for kids, for adults, for teachers talking about time management and some strategies. and r- really something just to challenge you but but that's not the focus today. I actually believe the number, like public enemy number one of us ruling our time. Because you think about it, Mia, I wasn't ruling my time. My time was ruling me. Really, mm-hmm. my to do list, my agenda, whatever was that was ruling my time. And so, if I want to rule my time, I've got to get rid of public enemy number one in today's culture. And that is. Well, you already, you already did the lesson, so I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> if you're with anybody, you can just talk about it for a second, what you think public enemy number one is of you ruling your time. I believe, in research would back this, it's screen time. Screen time. So, like, the amount of time that we spend in front of a screen, whether it's uh, vegging Netflix, whether it's browsing, scrolling through social media, We spend a ridiculous amount of time on a daily basis in front of a screen, and it's the thing that hijacks us ruling our time. I mean, how many times, Mia, have you went, lately? you pick up your phone to do something, and 20 minutes later, you put your phone down, and you're like, why did I pick up my phone? Oh, yeah, I I want to make a call oh yeah, I want to check this email. Mm-hmm. And you never even got to it because the notifications piqued your interest and they'd sucked you into something. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It is crazy. So uh, th- this is interesting. So we broke this lesson down for kids. And this is so important for teachers, for parents to understand this, for grandparents. So the average kid today, the average kid spends... 44 and a half hours a week in front of a screen. Let me repeat that. The average kid in today's society spends on average 44 and a half hours per week in front of a screen. Now, let's just break this down a little bit. The average American work week is about 40 hours a week. That means kids are spending more time in front of a screen than adults are spending at their workplace. Wow. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, th- th- this is interesting. Uh, I-, I was in Charlotte last week with Five Star Basketball. And um, this is like an elite group of basketball players that play against some of the best teams in the country. These are kids that have some discipline, right? They're athletes, they have dreams, they have goals, they have vision. Guess what when we were talking about we we did this lesson on discipline and I was just challenging them to make sacrifices so that they can get where they want to go in life uh, with their basketball goals with their where their, their educational goals and, and I asked them a simple question what is the number one thing that you need discipline in and every one of them said screen time like the screen I get sucked into it, and it robs my time. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest thief of my time. And so, you know, some were they were joking about it and laughing about it and making fun of it, and we had fun with it. But this this, this is really not a laughing matter because we're no longer ruling our life. Our phones, which, by the way, you have executives who in, in the Silicon Valley, all these tech experts, Hire these high-level psychologists to actually design into the functionality of our phones a process that addicts us, right? So, mm-hmm. so they know they're intentionally trying to get us to spend more time. Um, if you've if you've ever, it's a good watch. The Social Dilemma. I don't know if you've seen that. It's mm-hmm. on no. Netflix. The Social Dilemma, really interesting uh, watch. I encourage you to watch it with your kids <clears throat> because. It breaks down some of what I'm talking about. It just takes it further in a different direction. But basically, we have an addiction, and there's a disorder now. There's a label for it. It's called um, screen dependency disorder, and it's a it's a real thing. And so I, I want to pause right here for a moment. I want to encourage you to text uh, email, call your friends and tell them to tune into this episode. We'll be right back with the next segment.
2: At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.
0: Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth. And I am joined in studio today with my co-host, the one and only Coach Mia.
1: Thanks, Seth. We were having an interesting conversation about screen time, and we always talk about kids, but I think adults are just as addicted.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting. You know Our focus is kids, but just, just do, do a little test. Uh, pull your phone open, and if you can go to, there's a spot where if you just swipe down It will give you uh, your screen. If you swipe actually uh, to the, um, if you swipe down, it'll it'll pull up a screen uh, viewing time for you. And you can see how much time that you are spending on a screen. If you go to your uh, settings, just go to screen time and um, it will show you how much time you're spending on a screen. What you got, Mia? What's I have
1: seven uh, hours and three minutes. That's
0: your daily average.
1: It's my daily daily average. average. Okay. Oof.
0: So so mine is four fifty three. So I'm 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 better than you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I knew you were so, gonna say that. So
1: so it's so, all work emails. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it, it As it's not about that because ultimately, what you can then do is you can look at where you're spending that time, right? right? So so a lot of it's work. A lot of it's um. Uh, but but what you want to go to is you want to go to and break that down. I use mine like crazy, you use like crazy for work. Mm-hmm. But look at the entertainment and social media. Those that's kind of where you want to look at because that's kind of the entertainment stuff that when we talk to kids, that's what we're talking about. Use the phone. We're not anti screen. The screens are I mean, just the most incredible technological advancement in in history. And So they're great tools for communication and research and all those things. But this screen dependency disorder is a real thing. And actually, research says it can have devastating effects. So insomnia, back pain, weight gain or weight loss, vision problems, headaches, uh, anxiety, feelings of guilt and shame because you're spending more time doing unproductive things, uh, dishonesty, loneliness, and the the list goes on and it actually gets worse. So there's actually research that says if you spend uh, hyper amounts of time, so two hours or more in front of a screen for entertainment purposes, scrolling, swiping right, it actually can have long-term effects and, and, and actually damage your brain. Think about that. It, it, and I've been I've been saying this for five years. To anybody that can listen. I've been saying, parents, I don't have the data yet, but I'm telling you, limit your kids' screen time. This is the greatest social experiment in human history, and I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time before research comes out that says how toxic toxic this is, and guess what? Research just came out in the last year saying what? It's causing brain damage. Mm, gosh. So the frontal lobe or the free the prefrontal cortex which i just simply call it the the ceo of the brain it's the chooser your chooser is where the brain damage happens like like your cognitive ability the ability to choose and be fully present and make decisions that's the part that's being damaged it's being thinned out the insula and the striatum as well, that's responsible for compassion and empathy. So you think about it, every part of your brain that's being damaged is the part that makes you human. Mm. So so two hours or more per day over long periods of time, weeks and months, you're actually damaging your brain. You're you're actually my kids about a a year ago started using this term. Hey, that dude's an NPC. And I would hear this I'm like finally, I'm like, what is an NPC? Non-player character. It's a video game term for a non-player character. So when you're playing video games, mm-hmm. there's these NPC. There's these characters in games that are not players, but they're there. They're just, they're just bots. Oh, okay. They're programmed into the game to do certain things, and they look like they're real. They look like they're real players, but they're not. And ultimately, what screens are doing, and what screen addiction is doing, it's turning us into NPC, non-player characters. In other words, it's programming our brains, which is, again, I'm not trying to be the sky is falling type of person, but isn't that kind of alarming? Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. And now think about this, like, yes, an adult level, that's concerning, but think about kids, that their brain is being shaped and thinned out and... (sighs) damaging the part that makes them human, that that is responsible for free will and critical thinking. That part's being damaged and that is something.
1: So it's kind of scary what you're talking about, but how can we change this?
0: Well, th- the thing I want to happen is I want to sound the alarm for kids and for adults. This can't just be one of these things you hear. And like so many things, you let it go in one ear and out the other without taking action. Because what this research is saying is basically, if you're spending lots of amount of time on your phone, you are slowly giving rulership, ownership, control over to whatever you're addicted to on that screen. You're no longer ruling your life. You really are an NPC. So the first call of action is just like raise the alarm, let this shock you a little bit, and say, okay, do I have a condition? A little bit am I slipping into this screen addiction? And if so, what am I going to do? Mm. Um, there are some symptoms, and this is for parents, grandparents, um, teachers to think about this. Like it, it hijacks your brain, so it doesn't function the way it's supposed to. And there there are some there are some symptoms. Kids will experience fits of anger and outbursts toward teachers and parents and peers. That can be a symptom of too much screen time. Um, Losing motivation is a sign of screen addiction. Staying up all night and spending more time than you planned scrolling online, watching TV, or playing video games. That's a symptom. Uh, if if screen time is negatively impacting your schoolwork, you might be addicted. If your kids are lying, or if you as an adult are lying mm. or hiding your screen time from the people in your family, you may have an addiction. If you'd rather, if if you can't wait to wrap up what you're doing with people to go to your screen, that's a sign that your, your digital life is, is taking priority over your real life. It's more exciting. Mm -hmm. That's a sign, symptom. Mm -hmm. And when you're not using your screen time, you're just thinking about the next time you're going to use your screen, that's a sign, the symptom of addiction. And so kind of go through that as a litmus test. And if you said, yeah, I do that a little bit, um, you have an addiction. And uh, it's something that, guess what? Um, I, I, I was talking to a parent, a month ago and we were talking about the fact that like me and my wife's generation of parents we were the guinea pig parents like we did oh, with, the- with, with, with cell mm-hmm. phones right mm-hmm. i mean it was this new technology it's like oh it's great it's educational it's a way to connect and so everybody got their kids cell phones without really knowing what would happen but then we started to get a sense like this may not be a good thing now we know right so now that we know the question is what are we going to do and what are we going to do for ourselves right and that's what we want to pick up so i want to be clear Th- this whole conversation even though i totally shamed i phone shamed mia a little <laughs> bit when she talked about her screen time being <laughs> 7 9 10 hours a day it was um, seven. <laughs> but i on a, on a serious note don't feel guilt or shame about this. We have been hijacked and hoodwinked by people that want to profit. That's that's the reality. Nobody would willingly surrender over <laughs> their brain and that much time if they knew the damaging. Like, like, let's just be honest about that. We've been hijacked and hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. So don't feel guilty or ashamed unless you go from here and do nothing. Then it's on you right? Once we have the knowledge, then it's on us. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when I got this knowledge, I'm like, hold on, we're going to do things different in our home. I'm going to do things different personally. And I'm going to put some things to hold myself accountable in place and for my kids.
1: Very good. So are you going to share now or do you want to come back and share like some of the things that you did?
0: You know what? Let's take a pause here. We'll come back in the next Mm -hmm. segment and hit some things that you can do that are very practical. Uh, I want to encourage you, if you want to go back and listen to the previous lessons we've broken down about uh, how to rule your life, I want to encourage you to go back and listen. You can go to 5starlife.org, it's the word five, or the number five, the word life, the word uh, star.org.
2: At 5 Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.
0: Welcome back to The 5 Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with the incredible Coach Mia.
1: Thank you, Seth. Now that you made fun of my screen time, but that's okay.
0: (laughs) Yep. Build you up, just tear you down again. That's right. So
1: we were having a great conversation
0: we were we're talking if you just joined uh, the the podcast I would encourage you to go back and listen to the previous couple of segments because we really set this up. We're talking about how to rule your life and this is a, a series where we're teaching kids how to how to take control, how to have dominion over their life. Um, and, and you know how you manage your time is probably the it's the most important. Thing you can do every day. And the thing that's hijacking how we rule our time is what? Screen time. It's, it's set up to be addictive, to draw us in because people profit off of how much time that we're in front of a screen. So uh, we, we left off. I, I want to break this down. Again, it's not about guilt or shame. It's about what do you do? And I think the, the, the key word here that we tie into our values is sacrifice which we just define as giving up something now for something better later on or giving up something I want to do to help somebody else live a five-star life. And I think as a parent, it's both of those definitions. They both apply. So personally, with my screen time, I've had to change the way I go about using my screen because I'm now cognizant. I'm now aware of the strategies for my attention. Mm -hmm. So, one simple thing I did is practically, I started to shut off certain notifications. So, everybody wants you to keep notifications on because... But if you have notifications for everything, I mean, your phone's going to be lighting up all the time. Sure. So, for some of you, that may be a simple step. Just turn off the notifications. That's what a a, a teenage girl uh, named Samfi did. She actually, she, she noticed that um, she was addicted to her screen and she was in this funk. She was depressed. She was isolated. And she finally realized like, I'm addicted to my phone. Like I can't live without it. And so she simply started by just turning off her notifications and she said that was super helpful because the the dings, the attractions are no longer vying for attention. Mm-hmm. It was just quiet. She said it was a game changer. So she set some limits in the notifications really were the the, the game changer.
1: So did you turn off all of them, even emails?
0: So I actually, um, I, I'm, I'm still in process, but I did. I Last week I turned off all my notifications and it's funny because basically I'm already in a habit of checking emails mm-hmm. all the time, right? right. So we'll, we'll see how that works. Um, and you can give me feedback because you're probably like, well, I think it's a few emails for you, Seth. <laughs> Makes sense. I'm connecting to that.
1: No, it's funny because that's the only notification I do have on and it's just as annoying as all the other notifications. Yeah. Know? So I'm going to turn mine off.
0: Because you get so many. Yeah. I mean, hundreds a day, so it's constant dinging. Mm -hmm. Um, So I turned them all off, and my screen time, Mia, it went, I was, okay, moment of truth. I was up in that seven-hour range, close to eight-hour range, too. Mm -hmm. So just in the last week, I cut three hours off it.
1: Wow. Very interesting. Okay. Interesting? Yeah. Now it's a challenge.
0: So I already cut a few hours just from that. Yeah. Um. So, but I'm 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 taking more steps. So, sacrifice is is number one. Uh, you got to sacrifice. So, shutting down notifications may be helpful. Um, but but ultimately, it's really just about setting limits. I mean, the overarching idea is to is to set boundaries and set limits. And for me, one of the boundaries that we're teaching kids is do not start your day in front of a screen. That's the first boundary set. Like, I, do not let your phone rule you right off the bat. That's the worst thing. And so instead, um, go ahead and start your day with whatever morning routine you want to talk. We have lessons that talk about morning routines, power work uh, routines, exercise, being mindful, start with power statements, affirmations. There's a lot of things you can to start your day that will change the entire trajectory of your day. You start ruling your day instead of being ruled by whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, The second part of that is, the second boundary is, don't finish your day in front of a screen. So, uh, listen, I get it. There's going to be movie night. There's going to be times you're just like, you you crash and and you go to bed after watch. But I'm talking about as a habit. Spending time on social media or Googling things, it's terrible in your eyes and it disrupts your sleep patterns. There's research that talks about like, literally if if the magic number is 2 hours if you can get off of screens 2 hours before you go to bed you're going to sleep better wow so 1 to 2 hours I, that's my goal just to be off screens that that light that hits your eyes it does something to the brain it gets you it stimulates you so there's some things that are very kind of practical
1: i like it um give us another one
0: so, um, I also uh, tell kids, and this is a, a ch- really challenging one, because most kids, if they've grown up with a phone, they already have a habit, and they're not even aware of this. But no phone time, no screen time. Be screen free when you're in social settings. And when I mean social settings, I mean in the kitchen with family. Maybe you're not having dinner yet, but you're just with people. Mm-hmm. No, like, screen-free. When you are with your family in a car, unless you say, hey, it's screen time, be screen-free in the car. Just look out the window. Mm -hmm. Talk. This is, now, this is very, this is archaic, old-fashioned, but I'm telling you, the impacts on the brain will be remarkable. The creativity will come back. Communication will come back going back to my main point, my main point was social settings. So, which then, this goes back into a whole nother theory I have. You've heard my, my theory on this. I have no data to support it. Um, but the data, I promise you, there will be data that's going to support my theory at some point in the next five years. It will come out for sure. Here is, here is something very interesting. Kids today lack incredible, they're immature socially. There's a lot of stuff they don't know that they should know. Parents are like, I don't know how my kids don't know this because mm-hmm. they're around us. We talk about this. Here is my theory. Kids are not picking up most of what's happening in, that adults are displaying and modeling for them because what? They're distracted. They have a screen in front of them. Think about growing up. When you went to church, when you went to a school outing, when you went to a social outing, went to the mall, you're shopping, you bump into your parents, bump into friends or coworkers, and they have small chit chat, they have mm-hmm. small talk. What do you do? You stood there, you might have looked at your feet, but you just took it in. You were listening, you were watching, you're looking at body language, you're listening to the conversation, and then maybe you were just checking out because you're daydreaming about whatever, you know, a cute guy or a hot girl <laughs> or whatever. You're thinking about your day. But you are listening and picking up things. Mm -hmm. We have something called mirror neurons in our brain. And these neurons actually are very powerful at shaping our mindset, our psyche, our personality. What they do is they watch and then they can mirror what the other person's doing. So you're learning by what? By watching, by observation.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So kids today, instead of... Their mirror neurons functioning. They're in front of a screen, so when they're watching their mom interact with a coworker at the shopping center or in the grocery store, they're watching their. So they're watching their mom interact with a person at the grocery the grocery store clerk. What's happening is they're looking at their screen, and so they're not picking up all of these social cues, how to listen, how to connect. They're missing years of wisdom mm-hmm. of insight of empathy of compassion of connection or they're learning all kinds of things the wrong way but they're still learning like hey I don't want to do that right that my mom didn't handle this very well my dad didn't handle this very well th- there is so much learning that kids are lost why because they're playing a video game th- they're they're playing the bots on their on their game or they're they're they're, they're looking at snapchat and so Challenging you and your kids to be screen free in social settings, it will be a game changer for their brain and for their personality, for their development.
1: That's good. My, uh, Grandson, he's nine, and his parents have really now. He doesn't have a phone yet, so good for them. This is pre-phone, but they've also uh, forced him really to interact in social settings with us. As I mean, he's come with a pad of paper before, you know, when he was like five years old. He's like, I got to ask you some questions, (laughs) Mimi. But you know what? It's that same thing, and he can talk to adults.
0: He can, yeah. I've talked to him. He's just like he's he's way more mature than kids his age socially Mm -hmm. because. Why? The mirror neurons. He's watched. He's observed. He's mm-hmm. savvy. He can connect. He's 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 learned, because he's been forced to, to read a room. It, it's it's so simple. Yeah. But if we give our kids, and this comes down to, and this is going to be the louchy for some parents, it is, quite frankly, easier to give them a tablet and a phone and have them be on it so they're not distracting, they're not annoying us when we're trying to make small talk or have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But what is it doing for our kids so the definition of sacrifice is giving up something i want to help somebody else win and parents with this information i just want to encourage you again this is not this is not meant to guilt or shame anybody it's to empower you and to think about your kids and it may be ouchy because they may throw tantrums and they may be unruly for a while until they learn how to operate and function socially without a screen, right? And it will be painful, but they will get it. Because guess what? It's going to force you as a parent, it's forced me as a parent, and my wife, to figure out how to help our kids figure it out. Yeah. So, and kids are resilient. So uh, this segment went a little long. My apologies, but I, I think this is pretty key. to to developing kids who live five-star lives. Uh, Go to 5starlife.org to learn more.
2: At 5 Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.
0: Welcome back to The 5 Star Life Show. I am your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my amazing co-host, Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. So we we have basically broken down a lesson for kids that is in our 5 Star video curriculum. By the way, if you just tuned in, go to 5starlife.org to learn more about the way we're changing culture by really impacting kids at, at their core, their mindset. And so we broke down this, this lesson for kids, talking about how they can rule, and the number one enemy of them ruling their time, which is the number one place to start, is to not let your time be hijacked by distractions. And the number one distraction is what? Screen time. Mm. So this is segment four, go back and listen to the others, because this, uh, I, we're not trying to waste any of your time. So the content we're in the research we're bringing to you, it it will shape and make the difference between a a, a kid who is healthy, who can socially engage, who has a healthy brain, and who's living a 5 life, and someone who becomes a, a non-player character, an NPC. Literally, that's how powerful this lesson is. So please go back and listen to those. Um, Mia, I, I want to wrap this segment up by just talking about the, the benefits. Um, and, and kind of the trade-off, when you think about w- when you challenge kids to cut down their screen time, and, and the, the number is this, that data says when kids spend more than two hours a day on their screens, that's when, for long periods of time, that's when their brain is damaged that's what starts the process of them becoming a non-player character of them not having empathy or compassion of them not being human right mm. and, and so let, and let's let's just let's follow this a little bit okay you have uh, Valdi, Texas you have um, you have these different shooting incidents and I, I how does a person get to a point where they can walk into a into a school, into a subway, into a mall, into a church, into a public setting and start squeezing the trigger to spring bullets at people. How does that happen? You have to be an NPC. You have to be a non-player character. Anybody with a soul, anybody with empathy or compassion, you can't do that. Right. It's it's not it's not possible. And so okay. I don't want to get into gun control. I'm, I don't want to get into politics, but I I think what people need to do is start taking a closer look at what's causing people to be non-player characters, and that's screen time. It's damaging their brain, and so they're like zombies, right? So 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 the magic number is two hours, two hours or more, and what research says is is incredible. Literally, more than two hours a day watching. Uh, TV, video games, whatever, it atrophies their brain. And basically, 23% of, of kids are less likely to finish their homework than children who've got less than two hours. So, so if you're spending more than two hours, you're already 23% less likely to do your homework. Mm. Uh, now, if you're spending like six hours in front of media or screen – then you're up to like 63% less likely to finish homework. Wow. So, so so the 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 connection is directly related to more screen time and less likely to, to be engaged in school. Right? So, what do you do? You start cutting screen time. So, we we just had a a conversation with our family. <clears throat> so, we have summer reading. And my kids are going to learn all year long. life. They're going to learn the rest of their life. And so they have books they picked out to read this summer. And and part of it is is to also give them some screen time. They can read. They can have screen time. So so there's some different ways you can do this. Now, my kids hate this. <laughs> well, not all of them. One in particular hates it. The rest of them are just they know it. Yeah. They just know who I am. They know what's, what's coming. And so they've just kind of given in. It's just what it is. And so, the question as parents becomes: Are you willing to the value we've been talking about? is Sacrifice? Are you willing to sacrifice being the fun parent for a little bit? To not that you have to be a jerk, but are you willing to sacrifice that just to be the parent and say, "Listen, uh, we're shutting down the internet in our house." My wife will just do that randomly. It's like actually, just this happened two days ago. <laughs> My son came downstairs; he was playing video games like. He's like, hey, uh, is your internet working down here? i was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why not? Because I shut it off. It's like, oh, that was all I says. Oh, mm-hmm. because she's known to just to shut it down. Because, right. and what did he do? He went out in the woods, walked walked around the woods, took a walk, threw his knives around, mm-hmm. um, you know, did some exploring. Mm-hmm. And would he have done that if we wouldn't have shut the internet off? Nope.
1: And you know what, just being aware as a parent of what your child's doing and, you know, especially during the summer, you know, they, (laughs) you really have to watch and be aware.
0: Yep. So it's a big deal. Um, So it also, you know, you think about sleep, the the trade-off, higher grades, higher grades or lower grades. What do you want? Um, Better sleep patterns or worse sleep patterns? What, What do you want? Do you want to rule your sleep? Do you want to rule your grades? And and like literally the, the research says that when you watch content before bed, it's it it stimulates your brain, but then there's blue light that radiates off that and it it gives you this restless it it there's this uh, sleep-induced hormone called melatonin that actually is released when you watch your screen before bed. Mm. So so it it makes it more difficult for kids to fall asleep and stay asleep. That's why they're restless. It's a chemical mm-hmm. that's released. So um, th- there's also behavioral issues, and then there's like there's obesity, just kids that are not exercising because they're, you know, they're sedentary.
1: Sure, because it's so much easier to pick up your phone or you know watch TV than move.
0: Yep, but I, I want to give everybody some hope. Like okay. literally, we're just one choice away from both ourselves spending more time doing the things we want to do. Think about the things that you want to learn or you could be doing instead of spending the the amount of time we spend in front of a screen. Think about what we could replace that with that would help us develop or grow or even connect socially, relationally.
1: So what kind of things?
0: Um, you know what? Um, the, 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 a girl named Samfi. she's like, you know, I, I spend more time reading more. Mm-hmm. Like I, I read more now. Um, my kids, what they do is they're just much more active. Like they're more creative. They always do more creative things and we limit their screen time. They're much more creative. They're going to do things outside. They're, they're then, you know, blowing up their friends mm-hmm. trying to get to get, get together. But you think about it, if they can just be in front of their screens, even my like my kids, they will be okay in front of a screen. And they will, unless a friend reaches out to them, they won't be proactive unless they're bored.
1: Right. And I have to say as an adult, I had to do this too. I mean, I travel a lot and on the plane, I would watch movies and then I'd get irritable if like I'd done, done something wrong or my movie wouldn't play. And then I thought, what am I doing? So I like cut myself off and I can only read now on a plane. I don't even put in AirPods, so.
0: Oh, good for you. Yeah. That's, that's some sacrifice. And, it, you know, that's so cool. <clears throat> but when you make sacrifices, uh, there is something released inside of you, this this chemical that makes you feel good because you're, you're actually making good choices and it's very fulfilling. So when you get on that plan, you're like, I'm in control. You're ruling and you actually feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, regardless of how productive you actually are, you're like, I'm in control. That's a powerful thing. When you read a book when you do something productive, when you work out, when you connect with someone, it it is something... Power, excuse me. There's something powerful that takes place inside of you. You no longer feel like you've wasted your time and that you're out of control and that you're out of control. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're ruling. You're like... And and that brings confidence and that brings life. And so there's so many powerful benefits and we're just... We're literally just a choice away. Right. So... Um, turning off notifications. Don't start your day on the phone. Don't end your day in front of a screen. And then when you're in social settings, just put it away. And then if you're a parent, start to engage your kids and really think it through how you want to start. Don't unload all at the same time. Otherwise, your house may explode, but take some steps. Hope this has been helpful. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more, to get involved.
2: At 5 Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.